Welcome to the podcast with Linda Bruno and J.J. Wilson. Today, snot and stuff. <laughs> Hi, Linda. Hi, J.J. Welcome it's been a to, while. It has. I've been sick, Linda. I'm sorry. Oh, my goodness. What's going on with you? Tell, well, tell, tell everyone how you've been feeling. Well, you see, every... Oh, no, the, this, the, the cold part, yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um I uh, I have grandchildren who live around the corner, mm-hmm. and my daughter brought them over, and they came in, and they had green stuff on their face. And I went, oh, oh good, the grandkids are here. And 24 oh. hours later, my wife and I were deathly ill. And oh. uh, it was lovely. She got a chest cold, then it went to her face. No, a face cold, then it went to her chest. And I got a chest cold, then I felt great for a day, and then all of a sudden I had the worst cold I've had probably in 20 years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, not fun when you do this for a living because, as you well know, there's no way we can miss a gig. No, I think there's been one time in my life that I had to miss a job, and it was because I had full-out laryngitis, and there was no—I couldn't I couldn't get past the laryngitis for the day. Um, and I did miss a very nice-paying job for with Walmart, actually, and I was extremely upset. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes. And my agent's like, oh, okay. All right. Well, feel better. Click. <laughs> and I was like, no. No, no. Yeah, because we, you know, well, people who have regular jobs, they get, uh, sick so days. I looked it up. Sick days. I looked that up. It's where you get paid when you're sick. What's that yeah. like? What's that like? No. You feel the pain. We feel the pain of not having the job anymore, Wow! unfortunately. It's... And it's painful, too. And they, they get off the phone quickly with you because they got to go find someone else to do the job, and they easily do, unfortunately. And then they end up loving them, and they never call you again. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, they did wind up calling me again, oh, but good. still. Yeah, that was that was a painful. So how, how I mean, you still worked this week, right? I did. Sick? And, of course, um, last Monday, I guess, when I was at my absolute worst and sounded like a... Uh, Unisom commercial. Um, I got sent four car spots that I did a month ago, and I had to punch in the middle sentence. Oh, you had to match. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I sounded like this, and then I get the nine ninety five down. So now get to the. And I, I decided, and uh, you know, I, I took uh, with the uh, with the client. I said I will be happy to do these as a punch fee, but I'm going to re-record the whole spot. Oh, that's nice. And I, what I did was I traced my old ones so they didn't have to change the TV edits. Oh, but, gosh. Because otherwise, it just sounded horrible. It, it was almost as drastic as I just did. So now how do you explain how you trace something? Uh, tracing is, uh, it, it, punching in is uh, like uh, in a car commercial, sometimes they change the uh, brand of the car and the price. You know, they, it's the big sale going on now at Jimmy Franz John's. Da, 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 da. Right now, you can get a Chevy for up to two ninety four a month. That's the part that changed. Mm-hmm. And then there was 10 seconds of copy after that. So the beginning and the end were the old me, and the middle part was the... <laughs> mm-hmm. And it just, it was a drastic difference. And that would have been a punch if you'd just put in that Correct. middle part. right, mm-hmm. right, which is about half the regular rate. So how do you match your old read? If you're going to reread the whole thing again and keep the timings the same, how do you do that? I, I actually pull up the old spot, create the whole. I actually edit out the part that's changing. Mm-hmm. Put it on a different track and read against the old and keep reading in the hole and read out a little bit. And that way it, it, it's a pretty darn good match. That's and that's, awesome. that's what a lot of people have to, to learn to do in my book is, you know, yes. I, I get told a lot. I, they say, when we send you a punch, we know we can count on it sounding exactly the same as mm-hmm. though it were the original time you recorded it. 
Yes. So you've, you've got to be a I good I find repetition. Keeper. Yes. Yes. And I find the repetition is, is key. I do the same thing. I look up the old spot and then I just play it in my headphones Yep. Over and over and over again. I put it on a loop yep. and I just, you know, I continue to loop it and I continue to read it until it sounds the same. Yep. What I hate the most is when they change the <clears throat> opening line of a spot. Okay. Because you got nothing to read into. Oh, it, oh, 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 right. It's nice to have a <laughs> sentence or two to, you know, get into that hard cell mode right now. <laughs> but when you have to start that and match, I find that to be more difficult. That is tough. So now, yeah. vocally, though, what do you do? You do anything special to get rid of the sickness for the temporary time that you have to voice? Yes, I smoke extra cigarettes. <laughs> God, I hate this, JJ. <laughs> You're not supposed to smoke. I know, I know. I am not a smoker. I do not believe it is good for your vocal cords, and it's... yet you've been doing it for a gajillion years. Yeah, I started, uh, oh gosh, that would have been 1975. My God. Yeah, I was 14. Yeah. But you quit for a while, right? You're, are you... I did quit for a while. I was smoking the uh, the e-cig, but uh, mm-hmm. then I started reading things ca- about something called popcorn lung, and uh, it's it's oh. I don't know what it was, but it scared the heck out of me, and so I just <laughs> said, you know what, I'm going to smoke. But no, I, I I did cut back on the smoking. I I tried not to use my voice for anything except sessions. I was saving it. That's why we couldn't do our podcast last week because I. Was, I didn't want to talk continuously for 20 or 25 minutes because it was, I've never really lost my voice. I've never had laryngitis. But oh, thank God, knock on you, wood. When you have a cold, <clears throat> it, it tends to get very weak and shaky. And, right. Uh, so those are the only things I did. And I uh, took Alka-Seltzer Plus and some lozenges and did, I snorted some, uh, some uh, that, uh, you know, the saltwater saline stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, took jellyfish pills. And so, uh, yeah, yeah. Jellyfish pills? No, I'm kidding. That's for your memory. I'm going to what that <laughs> You know, when I get sick, I go through a whole litany of, I have like a program, I have a, you know, a, a schedule that I follow. <laughs> oh, it's 3.30. I, I've got to take a VIX. <laughs> yes, it's true. But I mean, I try to do as many natural things as possible um, just because, you know, I'm one of those pretentious twats. But um, gotcha. no. <laughs> hey, wait just... a minute. Are you allowed to say? <laughs> Never mind. You can say whatever you want on a podcast. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, no. <laughs> you didn't tell me that, Linda. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm oh. one of those, you know, hippy dippies. I like to be an ac- do acupuncture and do the holistic thing. But for me, what oh, I do. Oh, wait, wait. What's what? the Polish cure for hemophilia? <laughs> what? Acupuncture. <laughs> what? <laughs> God. Sorry, you, you started it. And here are the jokes. <laughs> so what do you so... do? Like, do you snort bark or something? What do you do? <laughs> No, some very. I have a wonderful thing. I have one of those essential oil diffusers that I I uh, turn on at night while I'm sleeping. Okay. And if if I have a cold or some sort of sinus situation, I will do a mix of uh, well, eucalyptus. like castrol and no <laughs> eucalyptus. Oh, eucalyptus. Okay. Okay. Yeah, a couple of drops, maybe a little bit of uh, lavender to help me sleep, and it's incredible because you know there are also um. You're going to laugh, but oregano essential oil has, you know, like properties in it that help cure, you know, all sorts of nasty stuff that could be in the air. So I do that on a, on a regular basis, especially if I'm not feeling 100 um, percent. And it really helps tremendously. Now, so I do what, my, my my neti pot, too, which everybody's seen the video yes. of me snorting stuff up my nostrils. <laughs> yes. But it does clear it, clears it, does. it out. It does it, help clear it out and make you sound well enough to get through a spot. Yes, it does. Yeah, and yes, then I 
And I drug the shit out of myself as well. Oh, <laughs> so yeah. I do, I oh, do yeah. a combination of natural and not so natural <laughs> because I don't want to lose the jobs. I'm in like a I constant know. state of paranoia. <laughs> it's, it's, I talk to people with nine to five jobs and they go, well, you're sick. Why don't you just go to bed? And I go, you don't get it. You just yeah, don't get no. it. First of all, we don't have health insurance with our company. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we've got to buy our own. And secondly... I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I told this story last on the last one or not, but uh, it was about five years ago, and uh, David Hughes called me and said I got a new car account, and it's mm-hmm. sixteen spots, and I'd had a hundred and three and a half fever for two weeks. Oh my god! I mean, I was sick. I'd lost weight, and it was just horrible. And I said, David, I, there's no way. I, he said, it's ongoing. And I so I sat there and I did that, and then about <laughs> twenty minutes after we got done, it took three hours to do. Oh, my gosh. I went to the hospital by ambulance because my heart was out of rhythm. Oh, my God. But Now that's I, extreme. I, I was dehydrated to the point where I didn't even realize what was going on. But I, I, that was five years ago. I'm still doing that account. Well, so if I had missed that day, I probably would have missed out on, I don't know, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 a year. Well, this is a good lesson for people that are just starting out in the business to know that there are people like JJ who are willing oh <laughs> to do a job and have to be rushed to the amb- you know, the yep. hospital afterwards to keep a client. Yep. That's the kind of competition that's out there. Yep. It's because, amazing what you'll do. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But yep. I, I know I'm, I'm that person, too, that if somebody says, oh, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night. Do you want to meet up at a bar? Nope. I got to go home. I got to stay home. I got to rest my voice. Yep. You know, yeah. or or if someone is sick around me, I'm the person that says I'm I'm leaving. I'm going to go lock myself. Up oh because yeah, I cannot be around you. Yeah, no, I put a big sign out front for the grandkids. Do not enter with green stuff. Yeah, you no. have to. No, you have to. I, I, told I mean, my it's daughter, your livelihood. Said, you can't do this to me again. <laughs> <laughs> no, if there are green things bigger than the and a, than a cricket. You you can't bring them in my house. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. It's, uh, it's it's your livelihood. I had um. This is a radio story. Back when I used to work for CD, there was a radio station in New York City, a smooth jazz station called CD 101.9. Oh, smooth jazz. Yes. yes. And um, great station, great station. Terrible music, and though. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I was uh, like a weekender, a part-timer, and I had to work Christmas Eve. Oh, okay. yes, I've done that. Oh, yes. But it but it's a it was a union job, so I got double time. So oh, we okay. were always clamoring for the holidays. We Everybody wanted to do a holiday because we got great money for, you know, you got double pay for the same amount of shifts, same amount of hours. So I wind up with this horrific stomach flu, horrific, oh, wind up in urgent care to the point where I am shaking and shivering and people are moving away from me. They don't want to sit next to me because <laughs> I looked. Yes. <laughs> I call up my PD at the time, John Mullen, and he says, there's no one to fill for you. You have to come in. Now, I live on Long Island. This means me driving 45 minutes into Manhattan for the shift Wow. with, with a fever, with throwing up. You name it. And he says, there's Pooping? no one. No, it wasn't oh, okay. that. It was just you vomiting. Said. Okay. It was just vomiting. <laughs> but he said to me, there's no one that can take the place. There's no one to do it. And he was not a DJ. You know, a lot of PDs are also DJs. He was not. Right. Okay, so he said, no one else can take your spot. You have to come in and do the shift. And so I came in and I would, you know, do a break and then I would throw up. <laughs> and then I would wait and with my head in my hands. Do a break, you know, do a go into a stop set and then throw up. Oh my god. 
And we do what we have to do. That's yeah. what, you know, happens in this business. It's, as they say, the show must go on. And it's the same thing for that's, voiceovers. That's exactly it. That's how I was raised. My mother and father were both in show business. And that's how I was raised. You you can't miss. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, up, get up and go do it. My first... Uh, my first acting gig was, I think I was 10, I got the part of Winthrop in The Music Man. Oh, in, cool. In the local community theater, and it was so much fun. My father got in the barbershop quartet, and my mother was in the, in the chorus, which started her career. And uh, I got the flu, you know, on the third performance. And I just said, yeah, I don't want a daddy. You know, I'm nine, I'm sick. He said, no, <laughs> you're going to go on, and you're going to do it. I said, I can't even sing. He said, you're going to try. And I got through it. You, you, can, mm-hmm. you can always seem to get through it, but... Uh, you suffer. Yeah. You, you, you have do. to do it. You do. You do. I also make sure I have a huge, like, vat of hot throat coat tea next to me. Yes. And I just, I keep that going during the session. You know, I'll mute the mic. You know, I'll do a couple lines, mute the mic while they discuss, down some more tea or some, you know, suck on a little bit of a lozenge just to keep keep the cords going. I have one right here in my drawer that's already opened on a wrapper that I put in my <laughs> mouth from time to time. I know what you mean. <laughs> right? These are the things we have to do. Hmm. You know what? I found something online that is really, really effective. Um, it's this vocal enhancer uh, vitamin oh, supplement. Oh, those are those? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it helps it helps you if you have issues with like post nasal drip and and things like that which I I've have had to do with for drip. Long time. Have you ever heard of that? No, what's that? It, it drips before it drips. What? Yeah. Are you lying to yes. me right now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds ridiculous. Pre-nasal drip. What? <laughs> Sorry. Like... But this these these supplements, I don't it's got like, you know, all sorts of root and all sorts of stuff in it. But so far, so good. I've been doing it for like a month. I take two capsules twice a day, though three times a day. And my vocal cords have never been like more clear. Really? Is it, yeah. It's got like, uh, what's that stuff they call? It's all natural. Slippery elm or something to keep Yeah, them... it has, yeah, it has slippery elm in it. It yeah. has a couple of other uh, natural ingredients that have really helped me a lot. It's vocal enhancer. I found it on Amazon in case anybody's interested. I think you should just start <laughs> smoking. It'd be a lot easier than that. <laughs> <laughs> Will not do it. Okay. Cannot do it. All I right. think I would slap your hand if I could. <laughs> oh, darn! Well, I'm you sorry you've here? been sick. No, That's all right. No. I'm, I'm on the mend now and uh, back in full swing and uh, getting back to it. Already did three the- auditions this morning. A story of our lives. You know what the other uh, rule of thumb is when you're sick? Don't ever tell anybody you're sick. Oh no! Exactly right. <laughs> no. I didn't, I didn't, one of my biggest clients, I just worked and worked and worked. And you when pretend I got like well, everything's fine. <laughs> then I said, you know what? I did, I was sick last week. He said, you were? And I said, there you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Well, well, we figured it'd be a good topic to talk about so people could understand how to work through illness. I, uh, a great vocal uh, coach of mine, Judy Rodman, who teaches on Skype as well, she's super, super awesome, taught me a great technique of Basically speaking above the phlegm yes. and raising your voice above the phlegm. Yep. Um, Janine and that's always says, I too. don't know how you do it. You go in there, you're deathly ill, but when I hear you recording, it doesn't sound like you're sick. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. can kind of and overcome it for just a short short period of time, and then we go back to town. But that's, mes- that's muscle memory yep. with you. And, you know, how you hold yourself, probably how you hold your, your head and, and open and my up. my uvula. Yes. <laughs> Open up those areas. So there's a lot of different techniques and ways that people can can try to get through yeah. a cold because everybody 
Everybody gets sick. It's just singers do it. They you just yeah you rise above it somehow with muscle control and a lot of mind power. You just just sit down and you go, you know what? (laughs) I got to do this and I got to sound as well as possible. (laughs) And no one can know I'm sick. That's correct. That's correct. He said wiping the sweat off of everything. Oh, God, it's awful. There, there are times when I'm so grateful that I'm in my little padded room and nobody sees my face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not grateful for that, Linda. I no. Face. <laughs> I'm so lonely in here, Linda. And we could talk about that. Do you go out for lunch a lot? Because I do. Well, yeah. Well, I work. I rent studio space in a video production company on purpose. So you have people Be- there. Yes, because I was not good working by myself at home. I got too distracted. Um Oh, I don't have and that problem. I'm just lonely. The dog comes in and licks my ankle, and I look at her, and I go, "Thank you," and she leaves, and then I'm all right for another hour. But no, my my, I get you know ADD where I'm like, "Oh, you know what? I really should vacuum the living room right now." Oh, you know what? <laughs> oh, Let look, me start some laundry. <laughs> right. I mean, anything will distract me. So if I come to physically to an office, right, and then I'm here with uh, my assistant Sandy. I share Sandy with my other co coworker buddy Dave Goldberg, and we all have lunch together. Yep. And I get creative feedback, which I love. I um, love your it... cheese sandwich. That kind of creative <laughs> feedback? No? No. Oh. Oh, you mean for the like... work day? Oh. Yeah. You know, also for production elements, too. I'm not really a production person. So to get somebody else's two cents on if something's screwing up on, you know, in Pro Tools for me or whatever, yes. I can ask somebody in the other room. So I really do enjoy the, the feedback. But you... You know, you're more in the situation that a lot of people are in. You just leave for lunch each day or? Yeah, pretty much I get out of here. And, you know, I have my wife here. She's a stay-at-home wife. Yeah, that's nice. Whatever that means. But And she's also <laughs> an IT specialist. So if I have a problem with Pro Tools, I go, Jenny! And she comes running in. And three seconds later, I'm back up and running. She wired the entire studio for me. It's great to have a wife like that. That is so cool. <laughs> she says, when, we, when we're setting up a new studio and we get all the equipment laid out, she goes, now it's time for you to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. <laughs> and I go out for, you know, half an hour and come back in, and she pushes all the buttons on my three monitors and everything, and all the lights light up, and it works perfectly. So, wow. Yeah, That's awesome. Yes. But, yeah, I do have to get out of here because it, 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 it starts closing in, and I find that it makes you want to get up and go make a bench or something in the middle of the day. Well, you're very creative with that. So do you, like, have – do you just decide, like, every two hours you're going to get up and move around, or what do you do? Oh, no, I do a gig and I'll, you know, do some work. I'll make a call or two and then I'll get up and, you know, go do – if i got a project in the garage, I'll go work on that for half an hour. I, I don't – Now, what about as far as, like, like eating? You know, to me, I'll, I have lunch and then I have to make sure I have an hour after lunch to digest. I don't want anything to interfere with any, you know, job I do. God, no, I eat while I'm doing a session usually. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> well, I eat right before and go right back into it. Sure. I oh, my st- God. Good I, for you. I've done you. sessions after getting a tooth pulled. Come on. <laughs> You're, well, you, you are a rock star. Me, I'm like, no, no, I have to wait because I don't want to be like, you know, burping in a microphone or something. <laughs> and no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you're kind of like the swimming thing. you got to wait a half an hour after you eat <laughs> yeah. before you do voiceovers. Exactly. Because you could get a cramp. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, some people are also like, "Oh, you can't have anything with bread in it. You can't have any dairy." I don't. I don't follow any of that. I no. just eat what I want to eat. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's I'll like have I a eat light lunch, as, spaghetti as meatballs, as garlic my... bread. 
and then I'll come in and get really bad heartburn while I'm doing a hard cell car spot. So I should probably wait a little while. Well, that's a that's a dietary uh, yeah thing oh, for you. Oh God, it was so good though. Mm-mm-mm. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, then I stop at four o'clock every day usually, and I have a little snack. Oh yeah, I nosh during the day, have some nuts or something, you know. Yeah. But, have a uh, snack and a Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Oh yeah. You and I are at the opposite ends of the spectrum here. Yeah. I have not had a Coke uh, in, in uh, God knows how long. They're so wonderful, though, aren't they? Yeah, hang on a minute. There you go. No, I haven't had a Coke in uh But carbonation, carbonation affects people differently. So for you, it, it's, it's good for your cords? Uh, it doesn't seem to affect them. What about dairy? Dairy I can't do because I'm... Uh, I'm uh, 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 lactose intolerant? Oh, slightly lactose intolerant. I, I used to drink half a gallon of milk a day because I loved it so much. Oh, my gosh. And then I started to not feel well all the time. <laughs> it actually affects my bones. Wow. Yeah. You would think yeah. it would have affected it in a positive way. No. No. It was weird. It was actually giving me back, tra- back problems. Oh, my God. Yeah, I so, almost had surgery, and I finally said, you know what? I'm going to stop drinking milk for a few days, and my back got completely well. So for you though, you everything else pretty much is anything goes. Oh yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty That's much. Great. I don't drink. I smoke a little, uh, you know. Uh, otherwise, I try. I I do exercise because I'm a you know a woodworker. Jeannie and I spend a lot of time in the garage, bending over and painting and sawing and cutting and lifting. Mm-hmm. And, so that's how I get my exercise. And uh, so yeah, yeah, I'm not in I fantastic drink. shape, but I'm okay. I don't smoke, but I drink. Well, I wish I drank and didn't smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I have tequila a couple times a week. No. It's good for the soul. (laughs) It certainly is. (laughs) Well, good. I think we covered some good health issues today. Hopefully, uh, you know, somebody picked up some good little tidbits here and there of things to do when you're sick. Lots of ways to make it work. And just the bottom line, I think you summed it up, is the show must go on. It has to. It's a a silly little saying, but I'll tell you. And you got to treat your voice, you know, as well as possible because yes. it's your livelihood. And yes, pe- and clients I, usually are not going to wait for you. Nope. And I kid around about the smoking, but you know, every day I smoke, I wish I didn't. But mm. uh, it does. In this, in my case, it gives me a little bit of a rasp, which people like. Yeah. Well, that I, it's I, nice for yeah some some copy that you do. If you smoked, you could probably talk like this. You know <laughs> what I mean, Linda. <laughs> I save that for you. I no. save that for you. So come well, to Macy's and get the jewelry. <laughs> no? Well, as always, a pleasure chatting with you, JJ. We'll always, figure out Linda. something cool and fun to talk about for next time. I know what's going to happen next. You're going to go have a water and an echinacea. I'm going to have a cigarette <laughs> and a Coke. All right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and both do voice work this afternoon. Exactly right. <laughs> but it's always a pleasure, Linda. You, I will talk to you soon, very soon. And yes. everybody, if you'd like to come take a lesson with us, we love teaching. It's just love so much fun. Love to teach. Yes. And, so, uh, I'm in Guru. I'm right near and Nashville. I... So, if anybody's local, mm-hmm, uh, you're mm-hmm. welcome to come to the studio. Otherwise, we can uh, Skype it. Yeah, and it's just so much fun. Just finished with a student, and uh, it, it worked out really well. I, I think he may actually go somewhere with it. That's awesome. So, That's awesome. Good stuff. And my, and my student that was just here is six foot eight. So I'm going to post those pictures in a minute. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, my father was six foot eight. He wore a seventeen triple E shoe, and had a sixty four inch waist. Wow, that's a big guy. Well, his name was Big. Well, there you go. (laughs) There you go. He he lived up to his name. But I was thirty five and did whatever he wanted because I'm five eight. And I looked. Yes, Dad. Mm -hmm, That's fine. (laughs) Certainly. Mm -hmm. 
know. Well, till next time, thanks for joining us. Thank you for tuning in to podcast number two with Linda Bruno and J.J. Wilson, entitled Snot and Stuff. Stay tuned next week for more interesting topics.